What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. This week, we jumped right in, and we had to recap the festivities of the weekend, the PGA Championship. Sean and I talked about that for a very long time. Following that, we talked NBA playoffs. One series is already done in a sweep, and the other one is all but over with the Heat leading 3-1 to one as of now. So follow us on Twitter, at Sorry Sports, and we will be talking to you later on in the week. Welcome back into the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. Tom, I am back from the bachelor party weekend. You are back, ready to go after Michaela's birthday weekend. Let's go, Brooksy. Your boy, your boy, Brooks Kepka, is officially all the way fucking back. All the way back. <clears throat> Getting a little choked up here early. Uh, need a yeah. sip of water. The CPAP machine gives me dry mouth, but that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, I mean fucking incredible me and brooks both had big weeks big players show up me and brooks only show up for the majors we don't really give a fuck about the rest of the tour that's why he signed with live and that's why i lose to you during that but i fucking beat the shit out of you this week sean oh you killed me man <laughs> killed let's me. talk about let's talk about brooksy though i mean listen now we know that this guy really was when he was a couple of years ago, before he joined Liv, when he first had that arthroscopic surgery and he had hip and back problems and he was lining up putts, I don't know if you remember this, at the Masters, like he looked like he was Yadier Molina trying to catch strike three with one leg sticking out on the side because he couldn't <laughs> bend his knee. Now we know he was really fucking hurt because the big dog is back and he's fucking gonna rip off a few more majors after this he is let's face it sean one of the best players in this century of golf i mean the only player in the 21st century or whatever whatever the only player in modern golf outside of tiger and jack to win three pgas he's got more majors than spieth he's got more majors than rory he is uh i don't know outside of tiger and phil the best player still doing it right now. Five major championships, three PGAs, as you mentioned. He's only the 20th player all time to win five majors. Um, Tom, this was a tour de force for him. And yeah. on Friday, there was questions as to whether we were going to see it. But you He know, took I over on Saturday. That was around for the absolute ages. And I got to tell you what, I know that I was away I found myself watching a very hefty amount of golf this weekend because a lot of my brother's friends are big golf. Are big well, you golfers, were upstate. You were upstate dealing with that weather a little bit as well. So what else was there to do? A little bit, yeah. Saturday afternoon, particularly, so I got to watch firsthand as as uh, Brooksy was making his run and Incredible. his charge. And I got to tell you, man. I mean. You talk about big-time performances. He was so close in Augusta. He really was. And if it wasn't for a couple bad shots... Did you watch that press conference with Amanda, whatever her name is? Of course I did, where he said, I've got my secrets. I'm not going to tell you how... I'm not going to tell you what they are. Figured it out. But, yeah, he he hinted very much at... He knew exactly why he was not able to close the deal at the Masters last month. And 
to see what he was able to do. Now, he did have a little help in back-to-back days on hole number 16 um, <laughs> from his counterparts but, hitting the same shot but, on the same course in, in deep into the bunker. But I, this was... But you know what the thing is, Sean? On that 16th hole, right after he saw Hovland, especially on Sunday, just hit an all-time... I mean, in that situation, instead of going for the green, you have to punch it out. You have to stay in it. But he thought he could get it there. But what did Brooks do right after that? He saw it, said, all right, and he fucking stuffed it. Yeah, and I just want to finish my thought here is that, you know, he was so... He was so comfortable and calculated knowing that he was allowed, allowing himself where he didn't have to play with the same level of intensity with that little bit of a cushion. And I just love that he was, he was so completely in command. You know, when I think of players on tour right now, who are in total command of everything, every tournament they play, I think of Scotty and John Rock. And now Brooks is, is officially back into the chat because there's not a guy I feel better about when he's fully healthy, which he is now in a major championship. The guy is nails. The guy is nails. Um, I mean, amazing tournament for him. Not too many players under par here. Um, and, and he just took this tournament by the balls. And this is what he does. And this is why he is a major championship golfer. When the when the course conditions are ratcheted up a notch, whether whether forget about the weather, whether whether it's perfect weather or it's bad weather, PGA and, and U.S. Opens especially are notoriously very tough courses. This guy is so patient. He knows birdie birdie holes. He knows when he has to make par. He's okay with making bogey. He just plods along and just goes and fucking gets it. And he looks up and he's nine under and nobody else is. Amazing tournament. He is fully fucking back. Um, I mean, listen, this guy has played in 36 majors. He has finished in the top 10 in 18 of them, 50%. Yeah, Not only has he just made the cut in 50%, which a lot of golfers, cough, cough, a few of them, I'm going to go up and down the leaderboard later, would take. He has finished in the top 10 in fucking half of them, and it's just incredible. I mean, he's got five wins and 36 majors. This guy, I know. my God, he does not give a shit. He's got more majors, I'm pretty sure, than PGA Tour wins. How about the state of New York for him, huh? Yeah, Shinnecock, Beth Page. Shinnecock, Beth Page, and now Rochester uh, and Oak Hill Country Club. It's It really is incredible, and I'm so happy to see it. I know he's a polarizing figure. You love him. I've always been a fan. You know that, but... I understand he's a polarizing figure, but I really think that we can look back and peel back the layers after watching his episode of Full Swing. After that, ever since his- it, it, it started with Full Swing, I'm just so passionate about it. It started with Full Swing and continued on throughout that where he's been just like a different person. He's been honest. He doesn't have to put on that. I don't want to show any weaknesses facade. He told the truth instead of lying. And look, he told us he was hurt. He told us he wasn't sure if he'd be able to do it again. And then he said, look, I'm fucking back. I'm healthy. I'm here. And we said, yeah, 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 whatever, Brooks. You choked one away at the Masters. And he shoved it right back in our face on this one. To be fair, too, is the the guy he lost to in the Masters is John Rahm, who is yeah. on his own tour de force. But I will say this about Brooks. Uh we all have to understand the progression of athletes, right? And we, we celebrate them when they rise to the top out of nowhere. We like to cut them down when they get a little too big shoddy and a little too hot. 
And then you get to the point where you like a comeback story. This guy has figured it out. He was staring his own professional mortality right in the face. And for him to take the money with Liv and for him to just say, you know what, I I don't know if I'm ever going to win again. I don't know if I'm ever going to get back to the point of being a top golfer competing at major championships. I'm going to have to do this to set up my family. And then 365 days later, you know, the guy is back into uh, back into relevance and prominence in the sport. And I mean, he's I have no doubt he's going to show out in the next two, the next two majors as well. It's it's a shame he's on live. I like the fact that he hardly mentioned them at all. I don't think he actually did mention them at all. He doesn't. Um, I mean, Sean, it's, it's about it, right. I mean, it's he he regrets it clearly. I mean, listen, and I have to, there's a lot of golfers that I'm going to call pussies for going to live, but I have to commend him now that, now that it's all coming out. I mean, if you had an opportunity, you were just with your brother to get your brother the bag. I mean, I'm going to call, I'm going to call Chase Kepka what he is. He's Fredo, right? Yeah. And and you got your brother like a couple of milli just by going to live, you would do it too. So I understand that. Not to mention, it's been reported by multiple sources that he's tried to get out of that and completely regrets it, and he did not mention live once. No, he's ashamed of having to wear his stupid team's colors and hat, and he doesn't want to do it. And I understand. I think we. I think I said it on one of those pods where like he had to pay like four hundred percent or like forty percent, whatever four hundred percent I think it was. Like if he was out for if his contract's a hundred million, he had to pay four hundred million to get out of the contract. Yeah. Like he's not doing crazy. that. So he's not gonna do it. But you're he right. He, he, and he everything changes, right? Like he's looking at it now, but what if he wasn't healthy? What if he wasn't hundred percent good? He would be he, that would be a sound decision that he made going yeah. to live. Look, I mean let's fuck it. Let's have the live conversation now. I had this conversation uh, with my cousin when I was playing golf with him on Sunday while I was watching the tournament on my push cart. Um, you know, and he was like, what does this do for live? He was just genuinely asking. I wasn't really arguing with him. I was just like, it, it doesn't fucking matter. I mean, it, it because you know what? The live, they can take their victory lap or whatever and say that they have a major winner. And, and I guess technically they they basically have two majors if you say Cam went basically after he won the Open Championship and whatever. It doesn't fucking matter, dude. Like, it's just making anyone want to watch live more, which is the whole fucking point of it. No. So. <laughs> For relevancy to come into another league, right, you needed like what the Jets did to the Colts in Super Bowl three. But here's the difference. That league was trying to associate itself with the NFL and, and eventually merge and have a partnership. Liv, I don't think cares. Liv is sports washing. Let's well, they tried. They tried they, to they pair up tried, with the PGA Tom, like, and they said I no. Don't think I don't think there's the same... I don't think there's the same level of intent of Liv that there was in other comparisons because I think Liv is happy saying we have a lot of these great golfers that the PGA wishes they still had and they don't. Okay, we we don't really care, but we're taking it away from them, and it is what it is. They're never going to grow. They have the CW, which cuts out of sudden deaths and playoffs for reruns of MASH. Like <laughs> I love it's MASH. Not, it, it's, it's a great show, longer than the not, war. Right. It's, you know, it's just like, come on, man. Like, it's not going to be that. It's a distraction. It's a sports washing from a terrible government and an ill-gotten government. Yep. Uh, it is what it is. 
I mean, I said this to my cousin. You got to separate art from the artist. And in this situation, it's the reverse. The artist is Brooks. The art is Liv. And the art sucks, but the artist is amazing. Um, yeah, let's not disrespect MASH. That's my mom's favorite show. I watch okay, it with her you, all the you time. You understand what I'm saying. Of no, course. I'm only kidding. <laughs> no, I, the playoff. <laughs> I mean, like, listen, the fact is is that Liv is still Liv, and it's a, it, it's, it was, it's never going to get off the ground. Eventually, these guys who still have something left in the tank or the young guys are going to come back to the PGA Tour. I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop for that. I mean, the fact that, you know, RIP, but Jerry Springer on a on a Wednesday is probably doing better li- numbers than Live on a Saturday. That's that's enough oh, as wow. it is. Um, I mean, that's all I really have to say about Live. I don't give a fuck. It's not gonna. The bottom line is, it's cool. They can claim their major winner and whatever it is. Brooks didn't even want to mention it, which says enough right there. And it's not gonna make, in my opinion, it's not gonna make a single another person watch whatever they got going on whenever they got the other differences too is that in other comparisons like the afl those players were only afl players these were all pga players that defected it's not like they came up with live and they're playing live and oh my god this is the first time we get to see them uh, in the national spotlight in the PGA, it's no, this is, these are guys we were used to seeing compete weekend after weekend of, uh, elevated events and major championships. They just kind of were like, it feels like they're on vacation and we get to see them once every two months, which is what they wanted. And and at this point it's like, whatever, you know, we've, we've said what we had to say and good for them. We're not watching it. But, you know, for DJ to play well in the Masters and, and for Phil to do what he did in the Masters is incredible. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Bryson in this tournament. He absolutely. Minus three, tie four. Bryson's back. I mean, he decided to go back on a normal diet. He looks slimmer, but he's still hitting bombs. And and he seems to have dialed in his, his wedges and whatnot. And he's not. Uh, there was a couple of situations where he flew the green, but he's he's got his swing dialed in back to where it kind of was back in 2018. Um, he's mixing the bomb and gouge with his previous precision, and I, I think he's going to be able to hold up. Um, but, I mean, this is about Brooks. It's not about Liv. It's not about any of that. I'm glad it was rarely brought up. Um, just incredible. Yeah, it was awesome. It was an absolute spectacle, and... This weekend was full of a lot of great stories because you also had Michael Michael Block finishing five yeah. fifteen at plus one and he stole the show. If he it did. wasn't for Brooks doing it on, Ama- on amazing and, ace. And that story, hitting the ace on fifteen. I mean, the week of his life. Uh, the guy's got enough. He's welcome on the pod if he wants to come on. He's gone on every other fucking media outlet in the world. He's gotten his fifteen minutes of fame. Incredible. That's all I'm going to say about that. I mean, I don't really feel like talking about it. What's a better story for you? That Michael Block or was it uh, Burns? And uh, what was the what was the young amateur's name in in the uh, Masters? Um, I mean Block, just because. I block because the fact that he's 46 years old and he and he has like a real fucking job. It's not like he he dedicated his life to practicing golf. Like he you know, does payroll and make sure that uh, the shirts are folded and make sure that the stock is done and the, and the range balls are set up and shit like that. Like, and this guy comes out and dominates, you know, a million tour players that exclusively play, try and be the best at this sport that they can be. Whereas the other kid, his name is deceiving me 
Sam was Bennett. Sam Bennett was, you know, an amateur champion and will be on tour next year. Yeah. No, I agree. I just think it's really cool that we got two great stories in addition to two great winners uh, so far in the two tournament, two major tournaments of 2023. Me too. Not to splash cold water on it, but come on. No. He, on on uh, when he hit that hole in one, you know it went in. We don't have to pretend like it didn't go <laughs> in. Yeah, and you're and you're basically kissing Rory on the lips. You know, yeah. like we know it went in. You know it went in. We all know it went in. Why is Rory giving you a hug? It, it, it's a fucking major. Rory's not giving you a hug because you stuck it, to, you know, six feet from the pin and went in. Okay, so I need to ask you. By the way, great job on your Friday or your uh, Thursday night recap. That yeah, was, let me just say for the listeners out there, I, uh, in my heart of hearts, I wanted to do more, but it was Michaela's birthday weekend. I'm not going to just blame her. I was also very tired. It just wasn't happening. And then Sunday night, I was like, should I do a recap? And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to enjoy this and, and save it for Sean and I. Uh, we'll be better with our NBA Finals recaps that I'm declaring we're doing on uh, this podcast because that's pretty much all but done, the uh, Eastern and Western Conference Finals, and, and we'll be better on the rest of the majors. But it was I had to give one. Well, I appreciate it, and also we will be good because the U.S. Open is Father's Day weekend, not the next weekend. Because at first I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be my brother's wedding weekend, isn't it? And it's not. It's the weekend before. Um, and then I will be around for the Open Championship. But um, what else caught your eye during this tournament, man? Anybody else you want to mention? Anybody else you want to talk about? We're going to get to the fashion corner and talk <laughs> about the course in a minute. But uh, any any other names stick out to you? Any other performances that caught your eye? Yeah, let's, let's fucking run down the leaderboard. I mean... We spoke about Bryson. There's really not much else to say there. T fourth, good job by him. Um, Hovland, I mean, it's going to happen for this guy at some point. He's going to put it together. These are all just amazing reps, and and it might happen this year. I mean, the guy can play on any course. He's an incredible ball striker, and and he has fixed, not only fixed, he has excelled at chipping, which was his oh ultimate yeah. downfall in the previous years couldn't agree more i mean i I feel as confident with him as i feel about you know the john roms of the world and the scotty shufflers of the world and obviously the brooks of the world like i I really feel like every time he's out there in an elevated event i mean this guy is going to absolutely he's competing every single time and he's in the top i feel like top three to five every weekend too yeah um another guy i mean scotty scheffler the putter's just gone cold on him yeah yeah it's just gone cold i mean is that honestly, in my opinion, is that more of a testament to the rest of his game? I mean, the guy finished fucking second on way more than an off week. He, if his putter is is not even hot, just average, regresses to the mean upward, he wins this running away. Yeah, with me, I just feel so comfy watching him play because he'll miss a shot and he'll land it in the deep rough or whatever. And I just, it doesn't bother me. I'm like, he's just going to hit a perfect shot. It's the, it's just rounding out the rounding out the hole. The putter has not been his MO really for the last month or so. Yep. No, no, he's, I mean, pretty much what did he, he won the waste management, right? Defended that title and then didn't perform amazing at the masters. And it seems like it's just been cold since then. It's going to come around. 
he's a, you know he's better than this. I wouldn't even call him a streaky putter. He's a better putter than this. He will be fine. Uh, I'll be picking him to win the U.S. Open. Um, Spoiler let's, alert. Let's go down the leaderboard. Uh, Cam Smith, he played an incredible final round to find his way into the top ten. Um, he's he's a, him and Brooks are pretty much the two guys which I wish were still on tour, but we're going to be seeing them in the majors anyways. Corey Connors, um, amazing three days, but you kind of knew the other chip was going to fall, and his putter just went ice cold. Um, Can I just be honest about something with him? Even when he was – up at the top of the leaderboard, I never had faith that he was going to no. close anything. Not with his putter. He just—he's a nervy putter, and 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 his mo is that when 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 it comes to you know like I say asshole tightening time, he he tends to be a little short. He was long a lot this week. Um, I don't know. Maybe someday he'll get one, but I just don't see him as a perennial player. He's just not nails with the putter. Um, all right. Anybody else that you want to mention on the positive side before I start going down the leaderboard and shouting out my disappointments? No, not really. Um, I mean, uh, Hovland deserves his due. Like you said, he's going to get one here soon. Um, no, not really. I, I think that I think I want to hear some disappointments because we're going to agree on probably the number one. Yeah, number one for me, and I'm just going to work my way down the leaderboard here, Rory McIlroy. Yep. I mean, it's just like – all these players have gotten better, and you've stayed the same. You haven't won a major in in what feels like ten years. It's been ten years. Yeah, let's let's fuck. I mean, it just. I know the guy can hit the long ball, but it's like let's figure out our fucking wedges. Stop flying them and 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 get this putter. Come on, dude. You're supposed to be, and you you're the most talented, and you're supposed to be by far the best golfer on the planet. When it comes to pure talent, I'm taking Rory over the field. Period. Point can blank. We have, can we have the conversation now? I mean, can we talk about the fact that we may not see another one? I don't feel I, comfortable because, like you said, he stayed the same as so many other players have gotten better. I don't know how he's going to be able to break through against a John Rahm or a Brooksy or a Scotty. I I'll mean, tell you what. Hovland's about to make his run. There's other guys waiting in the wings. I, I don't feel great about him finishing four great days of a major tournament. I, it's at the, the top four. Of the he could put together one or two great rounds. I mean, you, you, I don't know if you saw my tweets from our account. It's just like backwards hat yeah, Rory in the rain. The What'd you say? I said you were crushing it, by the way. Thank you. Um, I mean, backwards hat Rory. It's like I'm done. I'm done falling for it, man. And I say this all the time, but I'm I. I don't know. It's like a bad marriage or something. I keep coming back to him, but like I, I think I'm really done this time. Where I'm falling for the oh Rory's getting hot kind of thing. It's just the win is just gonna like. I feel like the only way he's going to win is if like it's just he they just run out of holes to catch up to him. He needs to play with the lead. He can't come back. He needs I to feel- start off Thursdays hot as hell. He needs to go like four under on a Thursday at the U.S. Open. I feel kind of the same, not a hundred percent the same, but a little similar with Jordan. Like now, Jordan be- Jordan was hurt. I know, I know, I know, I know. But there's times where I'm like, I don't know if he can string together four days. Of I, great yeah, golf that's the a good point. Yeah. That, that is a good point. I mean, Jordan, I'm just going to hold out hope for him just because he's an electric he's short game player. And uh, I just think that, that certain courses fit his eye. And and the, and and listen, the wrist injury, like, it, it just wasn't his week. For Rory, it's just like, I don't, I don't see it happening again. I just don't think he can put together the four rounds and dominate the way he did unless he makes some changes. 
I think it's also in his head now too because there is oh, so yeah. much pressure for him to get the next one. I mean, one. you've seen it over the past couple of weeks. He he obviously played terribly in the Masters. Did he miss the cut? He missed the cut. He right? missed the cut at the Masters and then he got fined whatever that absurd amount of money for skipping the next tournament. Then you see him at the match play and he switches back to the old Scotty Cameron. He's clearly thinking about this because then he switched back to the spider putter it's like he's trying to make changes but nothing is is syncing up it's just like you I, I i need to see the old worry where he just goes out and grabs it yeah i don't know if we're gonna see it uh, yeah. i really i have my doubts i mean we're gonna need i know obviously circumstances are very very different for the two but we're gonna need a 2019 tiger woods at augusta kind of cinderella story for him yeah, I mean, and he needs things to break right for him too, where his, the top opponents of his are not are not having their best weekends either. Yeah, and it's weird because you know you mentioned Tiger Woods at Augusta, and and for Rory, it's like I don't know the guy's personal life, but just like Tiger overcame like what to win that tournament, he overcame two massive, massive obstacles, being whatever the hell was going on in his personal life. Not to mention all the injuries, which was what made it so inevitable for Rory. It's like he hasn't really had the major injury, and I don't think he lives the kind of life that Tiger lived at the time with all the scandal and being in the tabloid. So it's like, what what do we have to overcome here? Maybe his own personal demons. I mean, I yeah. like I said, I think it could be in his head. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. I man. just don't well, know if I, he I'm wants out. it. I think he wants it, but I don't – he's – it's hard because I don't want to say he doesn't have the killer instinct. I just think that you said it very well. He stayed the same as a lot of other players have gotten better. Yep. And he has to be able to put on one of those performances for four days. We haven't seen it. And then we also have to – he has to catch a break where some of his contemporaries – don't have their best weekends. I don't feel like with Rory that there's going to be a weekend where he plays, let's say, 90% of his game, which is obviously an exceptional amount. But are you also going to get lucky and have John Rahm not play a great This round? is the and week. Scotty Scheffler with an ice-cold yeah. putter, and John Rahm finishes, uh, what did he finish? Tied for 55th. Like, this was the week for Rory to go out and get it. And he did. Yeah. Brooks did. Right. Now, just... Just a perpetual disappointment over the last 10 years. I mean, I know he's got a shit ton of wins, a couple of FedEx Cups, but that shit... Nobody it, gives a shit about no, the FedEx Cup. No, no, it's, it, exactly. It's 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 the majors or bust, man. That's what you're measured on in this sport is championships. Um, and that's why Brooksy is the class of that group of golfers. It's like, you know, it, it's, it's fucking Tiger... And I guess you could throw Phil in there kind of behind him for that era. And it's Brooks leading the way now for this era of golfer. I know we talked about Brooks, but, you know, my comp thinking about all weekend as the playoffs have been going on too, he's got a lot of playoff Jimmy in him. Yeah. He He is Jimmy. He is Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. That's that's an awesome comp. As the the heater down ninety to eighty three in the fourth quarter, but who the hell knows? I mean, the Lakers were up seventeen last night. Um, 
All right, let's go down the leaderboard. I'm going to talk to you about some disappointments. Patrick Cantlay, backdoor top 10. Get the fuck out of here with this bullshit. <laughs> he's got a big boy caddy on the bag now, and, and he still can't get it done. I, I would have liked to have seen him get in the top four. It was such a backdoor in. I mean, there was never there was never a second where I was like, oh, whoa, I'm, I'm shaking in my boots. Cantlay's coming. No. No, not even a little bit. I did. I don't. I really. I mean, there's certain top tens where it's like, oh wow, that was really good, and he played great golf all weekend. I didn't feel that way at all about him this weekend. No, no, not at all. I mean, Justin Rose and and Seb Straka, who hits the shit out of the ball, those are impressive. Cam Davis as well. For for Cantley, it's like, oh, sick. You had a good. You had a good Sunday or or whatever. Like, get the fuck out of here. Um, another disappointment for me, Tommy Fleetwood. I mean. Are are we gonna are we gonna get it done? He doesn't even have a PGA Tour win. Like, let's grow up here. Let's let's figure it out. Um, Xander, I don't know. Do you? Does he win a major? I don't know. I don't feel great about him right now. Honestly, I don't. Um, you know, I, I I worry too about Tony, your boy, who I've adopted Oof. a little bit too. Really rough showing. Um, well, rough last day. I, he didn't make a single birdie. No, and that's that's what scares me with him. Yeah. Is he's on my list big time for disappointments. Yeah, and he just won yep. like two weeks ago. I know, but not not a major man. No, of course not. Of course not. I was just thinking maybe he'd be in good form. Morikawa, another disappointment. I mean, he talks about. You see him on full swing, and it's like all that matters to him is winning majors and whatnot, and he ripped off the two, and he has just been so disappointing since. You see him on full swing, and he's talking about Tony Fiona. I don't know how he does it with his family and all this stuff, and all I got to worry about is golf and my dog and blah, blah, blah. Well, then fucking you got to do better than finishing T26 at plus four. Like maybe, maybe it's true. Maybe he is a track man golfer. Maybe he can only play golf in a dome at this point because he's only won two majors and both of those came when there wasn't a single fan on the fucking grounds i don't know if there's something going on with him physically he doesn't seem right to me yeah um, i agree and, and you know we we talked about brooks hiding his injuries and these guys don't like to talk about injuries because they come off as excuses i mean speeds is gutting through this wrist injury right now you do not want to play golf with a wrist injury it nags on you nah, i don't know it's if brutal tendencies. i don't know what's going on with it but it's not good and, and i feel like there's something going on with morikawa because he's too good of a golfer to have this dry i say that for jt back. as well who missed the cut yeah yeah he's 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 either got a major swing issue or he's hurt and i think he's hurt because i think he's got a hip injury or something because i mean come on like we're not even going to make the cut another major disappointment down the list and then another guy i got to mention our boy i mean everybody's boy max homa let's yeah. can we get a top 10 in a major for fucking christ's sakes you got six pga tour wins at this point you're top 10 in the owgr rankings like put your big boy pants on my guy and he will admit that freely he started off the season really really hot um, and he's faded lately, and you're right. I mean, he's nowhere to be found in these major tournament leaderboards. Yeah, I'm not even going to comment on John Rahm. I mean, the guy just won the Masters, and he's been playing he's way been too playing much golf. So much I think golf he's just too. burnt. Yeah. yeah, I think so, too. Um, I mean, there was a few moments where I thought he was going to turn it on, and then it was just like double-double or whatever, and it, it just, yeah. I mean, I'm 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 really disappointed in JT, and I'm obviously disappointed in Fino. Fino somehow made the cut and finished behind JT. That's how bad he played. 
No, he was he was absolutely horrendous on Sunday. Oh no, JT did make did J, JT did make the cut. I think. Yeah, he barely made the cut. Still, regardless, he might as well have missed it at this point. Um, any other disappointments? Jason Day missing the cut. Ricky Fowler missing the cut, and he was playing some consistent golf. I just, I don't know. Maybe the moment was too big for old Ricky boy. Yeah, maybe. Um, you know, Jason Day coming off the win. Uh, at the um, AT&T by Nelson. I, to me, I just don't – I wasn't I guess even that, really the f- Word has it. Can't Matt Matt Fitzpatrick, another guy, like we got – you're a major winner. You, we got to make a cut here, dude. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, – Jason Day, I think it proves out the fact that not playing a practice round is probably not good. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he—that's that's a tough turnaround. I know you're doing it for a major. You got you can't make any excuses, but that's a tough turnaround to to win the Byron Nelson and then fly to Rochester, New York, and you know play a practice round and then be ready for for four for four rounds yeah. of golf. And then the guy who I added to my four, someone Brooks left Sahith, just and a yep. sloppy sloppy week. Well, it was a sloppy course for some of the time. Let's talk about the course conditions over the over the span of the weekend. I mean, we had a couple really nice days. I mean, particularly Sunday was gorgeous, but they were fighting the elements, man. And that course looked really tough, particularly some of those bunkers. Holy shit. Bunkers, I mean, when the lips, they're almost like pot bunkers, but they're not. The When the lips are like that, sometimes you just got to take your medicine and say, listen, I'm going to make bogey on this hole. I got to lay it up out of this hole or else you're going to end up like, um, like, Victor Hovland on Saturday, on Sunday and Corey Connors on, on Saturday where you just get stuck in there. Um, and, and the rough was just incredibly hard, especially when it gets wet and there's a little saturation on there as well. I mean, and I think that also contributed to Scotty because you know how he's got that move and I'm, I'm sure it's not easy to control it when you're slipping and sliding as it is in the wet conditions so that I guess that's a testament to his second place finish as it was yeah the course just looked really tough um definitely a stout stout um setup for the PGA but this is fucking major championship golf man it ain't supposed to be a hit and giggle no it's not I mean I gotta ask you this question so you know there's a lot of talk about this being up in Rochester in the middle of May and is it can you know can you really not do that since they moved the PGA to this weekend and I'll ask you like do they have to eliminate some of these great historic courses and play more temperate environments next year's going to be at Valhalla I don't know I'm just asking I don't know no. what, the, what the perception is from from some of these guys No I mean if you're going to complain about that then you you've already lost in my opinion No everybody's yep. got to play the same fucking course man just go out there and get it I I agree with you. I just was wondering if you felt differently. I mean, that's no. I mean, there's there's a major to play, difference. It's tough to play up there. There's a major time. difference between the four courses that they play for the championship tournaments and what they play on the PGA Tour. And there's a reason. Go look at go look at the scores of some of these PGA Tour tournaments when it's minus twenty five. Right. You know, it's a birdie fest. Like this is real fucking golf. This separates the men from the boys. And Brooks is the big man on campus right now. Yeah, he, he slapped is. his dick right on the table. All right, fashion corner. We got to oh. do it. Victor Hall. By the way, did you see, I don't know if you follow uh, his wife, who is a very pretty woman. Um, she put up an Instagram of um, her cleaning the 
the trophy case ready to go from uh, from full swing. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yes. Awesome, Fantastic. I love that. Um, Victor Hovland, um, he's at least he came out and said, "Hey, I get paid to wear yeah. this." But for the love of fucking God, has have any of this? Has, what's the name of this company again? Jay Lindenberg. It's what? Jay Lindbergh or Jay Lindenberg yeah, or something like that. Fucking sucks. Like, <laughs> have they watched anybody win a major championship on a Sunday? We're like, that's where, that's what we are trying to replicate. We're, nobody but, else who dresses like this. But what's funny is we're not the only people talking about this. Everybody is, clearly, Everybody. because Hovland got asked about it. And I can't even rag on him for it because it's like, what a, what a, what a, like, that's the only line that I would accept is, hey, they pay me and I wear it. So I, I respect it. Um, but like they clearly have their they're they're a fucking brand. They have to hear what everybody's saying. And it's nothing is good about it. So like no, can we make fun. some adjustments here? I'm I'm we're gonna have to keep our eyes on the US open. <laughs> Everybody will be. See if they make adjustments. Um I like a, your, your a lot of Nike, on. like dude, Nike it's an iconic brand. I have a lot of Nike apparel, but like, what are we doing? I mean, listen, Brooks very subdued on the Sunday with the dark brown khakis and the and the white shirt, like that classy look. But I mean, this piss yellow has got to go. I mean, they created a color a few years ago that volt green, which I kind of like. I wouldn't want to see it on a Master Sunday, but I kind of like. It. Now, what are we trying to like push the piss yellow? I'm done with it. I mean. Uh, during the Masters, Brooksy was wearing it, and then and then Scotty with the piss yellow pullover, and then fucking between Scotty and and um, Rory, they look like they're fucking in the Sopranos with their rain gear, the fucking UPS brown rain gear sweatsuit. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? And Victor Hovland's wearing a, on Sunday on Sunday to win the Masters. He's wearing the reverse Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler wears orange shirt and white pants. He's wearing fucking white shirt and orange pants. Like, what are we doing? You know, I and Morikawa too. I'm sorry to keep going on a tangent. I mean, you get in this fucking thing on 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 full swing with the Adidas guys, and then you come out on Sunday wearing pink pants. I, I'm I'm disappointed in your game, and I'm disappointed in your fashion choices. I I have been telling you I do not like what Adidas is doing with Morikawa. And no. I'm not an Adidas guy. I, I'm straight up, and my company is not going to appreciate that because we have a partnership with Adidas. I am a Nike and Under Armour guy. I I hate Under Armour. I'm sorry to say. I mean, Spieth was not looking dapper either. There were some bad I, ones. I know you have to pledge your allegiance to one of them. I have been very happy with all of my Nike and all of my Under Armour gear. I can't I can't say a bad word about either when it comes to how I feel like I look when I wear shit. But I really, really am down on both companies and how they're representing their best players in these tournaments. I mean, let's go. But for Morikawa with the Adidas, I just none of it's working for me. I don't like any of it, and I feel like they're just they're just fine, kind of dicking around with him at this point. Again, yeah. the pink pants. I mean, that was that was an atrocity. Yeah, and their shit, like the way they their patterns are, it's just it's all bad. Even even when they get their colors figured out, then they put a shitty pattern on the shirt and I, and and the patches that they have on it. Like you go into PGA Superstore and the clearance rack 
which you walk right to the back of the store. I go into it a lot. They have a good bathroom in case I have to shit um, <laughs> when I'm when I'm out. That's in the room. a shameless plug right there. Um, but you go you go straight to the back to the three clearance racks that they have at the PGA Superstore. I mean, I swear to God, it's like it's all Adidas. It's Bad Birdie, which is a terrible brand, by the way. I don't ever want to be sponsored by them. And and Adidas, that's all it is. Just trash ass Adidas. Well, Adidas is, you know, they're big in tennis and soccer, and they've tried to make their name in golf, and they haven't. It hasn't done it for me. Um, I will say this, and this I think should be our line of demarcation going forward. You are obviously the fashion expert of the two of us here. Uh, the pr- the primary colors I wear are not even colors; they're shades, and it's like a blacks and grays. Uh, You're like Calvin. What's that? You're like Hovland. That's what Hovland said. He was like, yeah, I usually personally wear blacks and grays. Yeah, I mean, that's what I wear. I mean, my company has some blue, so I've got some, like, navy blue as well. Um, But I'm not a fashion guy by any stretch of the imagination in terms of, like, really analyzing it. That's not my forte. I've never claimed it to be. So if I'm shitting on you, that should be, listen all right, we got to clean up our act here. You're a tough, you're, you're a tough judge because you're, you're very good with fashion. I give you credit for that. I am not, nor do I pretend to be, but my God, some of this stuff is so bad, even to somebody like me who doesn't usually care that much, looks at it and is like, this has got to go. No. Yeah. It's, it's just straight up bad. And I think, I think a good fit, you know, what when you see it, I mean, yeah. Max Homa, by the way, the bowling shirt, not good, not good. How do you expect to win? Here's here's my thing, right? Like when I'm going out and I'm, I told you what my thing is, right? Let Let's pretend every time you put an outfit together, you might get hit by a bus. Do you really want that to be the last outfit you wear? A it's player could have gotten struck by lightning out there. Do you want that to be the last? Victor Hovland, do you want that to be the last thing that you're seen in alive? It's a great motto i i really i like it a lot for me it's just like if if i'm out right at a social event on a date whatever if i'm not feeling good about what i'm wearing my game's gonna be off yeah well you it's Dion sanders baby you look good you feel good you play good witty perfect kind of guy you get on this podcast i'm a little shy i'm a little (laughs) i'm a little and i don't know maybe my my one-liners aren't hitting and sticking the way they usually do how do you expect these guys to go out and play their best rounds of major tournament golf wearing shit that belongs on the clearance racks i mean come on now i agree 100 percent, and i'm excited to see what comes out for the u.s open um i mean it, it listen we you almost have to root for bad fashion because then, it, you know, it's 10 minutes of the pod that we like talking about. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was dying laughing. I saw that your recap was 10 minutes, and I think seven of it was on fashion. Yeah, it was It was a tough scene. Um, but, yeah, Hovland, it's it's so bad. It, it's, it's uh, like I can't even think of the proper word. I don't have the vocabulary. Do you ever see anybody playing around a golf in any of that shit? I saw a guy in a Jay Lindenberg shirt, and I almost spat in his direction once. <laughs> That's what is he trying to be, Victor? You know, is Victor Hovland his his guy? He's trying to emulate him. Come on. I mean, he probably had. If I'm guessing what kind of golfer he was, he probably spends a lot. He probably drives 
you know, a nice car and probably wears a really fancy watch while he plays. And he probably has one of those push carts that are that follow you around with the remote in your pocket that costs like three grand. And he probably has all PXG clubs fitted. And he definitely shoots above 110, but tells people <laughs> that he shoots in the 80s. I think you got this guy down to a science, my man. <laughs> yeah, and that is not Hovland at all, which is just what makes it so much funnier is that he's like the last guy that you would see in this kind of shit. It's a shame that Poulter is old and sucks because maybe he would take the cake with his crazy pants, but it's just it's so bad. Yeah, no, the spotlight's exclusively on Hovland now. Um, all right, you kicked the living piss out of me. Um, <laughs> Should mean, we like- recap it? Joaquin Neiman, Dustin <laughs> Johnson, John Rahm, and Tony Finau. That was a poor showing for me. Yeah. So, yeah, let's, let's recap it. All right, I'll, I'll give you the recap. Um, yeah, so I'm not even going to go down the list. We just talked about it. Your average position finishing was 63 and a half. Uh, not good. No. <laughs> you, you just barely made the cut. Um, <laughs> my average finishing position was 27th. Uh, so a little bit better of a showing. Like I said, Brooks and I both tend to show up in the majors. I also picked a winner, so that gives me two points this week. I am leading you eight to six. Uh, now it's time we really start whipping the, you know, just I don't know what they say for horse racing, like kicking the saddle or something. I don't know. We need we need to put our blinders on and just finish off finish off the season strong here. Um, Moving on into the Charles Schwab. Pretty good field this week, Sean. Um, do you want to go first? No, we went through this last week. You won, so the tee box is open for you. Let's go. I appreciate that. Uh, I have in my foursome this week Tony Finau, Ricky Fowler, Victor Hovland, and Min Woo Lee, who had a very good showing out of Australia um, in the PGA Championship and I have as my designated winner Victor Hovland. Ooh, I like it. I mean, he's going to carry some momentum uh, from his. Keep an eye out finish. for the close too. Yeah. Well, there you go. I think he's right in your crosshairs there. Um, I also have Ricky um, in my foursome this week, including Michael Kim, Justin Rose, and Scotty Scheffler. Who's like this Michael Kim? Michael Kim. Yeah, who is that? He's a uh, guy that I heard about from some gambling. That's a taped an eye, eye open for him as a dark horse. So that's where I got the name. Okay, and then the other two are Scotty, Scotty, and Justin Rose. You love Justin Rose. He's been playing good golf, man. He has. I mean, what did he get? A, he had a top ten. Yep, ninth. Yeah. All right, that's enough golf for now. If I did it, if I did it the same way, I would literally pick everybody that you have. Like I, I think we would have so much cross contamination. So I have to have some guys that are off the beat, not off the beaten path. Everybody knows who they are, but guys that I know you're probably not rolling with. Or otherwise, we're going to do a lot of canceling out. I pulled the Minwoo Lee for you. You did. Yeah. All right, that's enough golf, right? Are we done with golf? We're done with golf. You want to talk some NBA? Man, can't these, do a finals preview because it looks like the Celtics are going to go ahead and win this one. They're up 14. Yeah, they got this one on ice. Um, so they'll have to see another day. But 
Let's go into the Lakers and Nuggets. Congratulations to Mike Phillips and his Denver Nuggets on reaching the NBA Finals with uh, Nikola Jokic, who should have won MVP, but because people were too afraid to vote for him a third straight year and had to give it to Joel Embiid, who can't get out of the second round. Sorry about that. That's uh, all right. You okay? Everything good? Yeah, well, we, we got a little of uh, the Amber Alert situation going on. Uh, um, by the okay. way, I hate those because at least in Connecticut, it was like, oh, I kind of know where Brit- like I know where fucking New Britain is. It's an hour away. Here in Texas, I don't know where the hell that is. And then you look it up, and it's like, that's seven and a half hours from here. Like, come on. Anyway, <laughs> um, I don't think I'm catching anybody. But keep an eye out, though. Keep an eye out. I'll keep, I'll keep an eye out from my apartment uh, <laughs> overlooking the nature here. Um, but, no, I uh, I definitely think that you look at Joel Embiid, doesn't get out of the second round. Uh, we try too hard with some of these awards. Uh, who's the best player and the most impactful player in the NBA right now? It's Jokic, and it's not close. You take him off that Denver team, there's, there's still a – a very adequate team, a playoff team, but they're not like this. Kudos to Jamal Murray. What a fucking series he had. He went fucking off. He is all the way back. We're talking about guys being back this week. He is right back. Bruce Brown, KCP, Michael Porter Jr. The team's a well-oiled machine. I think the Lakers and Aaron Gordon, the Lakers are going to kick themselves because a couple of those games they should have won. They were close games to the end. Again, I hate piling on him because everybody's doing it, and I feel like it's not fair. It's not really fair, but Anthony Davis in a, in a game four closeout. Where the hell were you? That was the most empty twenty one and fourteen you're going to see. He had a couple of nice blocks. No, he was he was not present in that game. This no, series to me falls on D'Angelo Russell, though. To be honest with you, he was fucking awful. Yeah, I don't um, think he's getting re-signed. No, I don't either, but I don't know, man. What were your biggest takeaways from the series? I mean, it was 4-0. It really wasn't my, close. My biggest takeaway is I got no fucking idea. I got no I got no pulse on the NBA this year because all of my predictions have been way off. I had the Lakers in seven. They got themselves swept. Aside from that, it's just like the Lakers just didn't have the fucking firepower. I mean, Rory Hachimura and, and Austin Reeves and everything is cute. The, the Nuggets had by far the two best players in the series. It wasn't even close, and their supporting cast was far superior. You mentioned all the guys. I mean, this team was just so much better than the Lakers. And LeBron's got to be kicking himself because he got this close just to get this close, which I didn't think he would. But, I mean, they just didn't have the firepower. Point blank, no, period. They didn't. And, and when you, I think the thing that Denver did in the course of this series was they did some demoralizing shit to the Lakers. Like, they were hitting shots at the end of the shot clock. They were hitting buzzer beaters to end quarters and halves. I mean, some of the shots Jokic hit yesterday, the falling away one-leggers that looked like Dirk in his prime, were just insane. Like, it, that I don't care what anybody says. You don't just put your head down and run to the cup the next time, the next time down the floor. That kicks you in the balls, and and every time that happens, you're just going to be kicked a little further into the dirt. It sucks. I mean, there's – I've got to ask you the question. Do we overcomplicate our analysis? I mean, you and I were both wrong, but Denver's been the best team all year. Yes, yes. Yes, we do. It's just sometimes we just need to use our fucking eyes, and we don't, especially with the NBA more than anything else. It's just so recency biased, and the Nuggets have been the best team all year, and I know they took about a month off at the end of the season, but, I mean, they ratcheted up the defense in the playoffs. They are the best team. I mean, for me, it's like, uh, listen, 
I don't want to start doing a finals preview out of respect to the Celtics as much as I fucking hate the Celtics, just because you never know. But let's face facts. The Heat are going to win. And would I like to see Jimmy Butler get a ring on this all-time run? Yes. But the Nuggets are the best team. And they have been all year. And I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just thinking too hard. Well, I'm going to throw myself under the bus, too, because I was giving I was literally making every excuse in the book not to pick them. And I think I'm a little scarred from those Utah teams that were constantly finishing number one um, that were not getting out of the second round. Um, but Denver's the most solid team. They yeah, really and, the, and also Utah. I mean, yes, they did have a couple of one seeds. there, are top three seeds. There was never a player of Jokic's caliber on that team. No. And and really, not even of Murray's caliber. I mean, I would take, at this point right now, who would you take, Mitchell or Murray? Well, just because of the way the playoffs went, Murray's the answer. I still have a lot of Donovan Mitchell stock. But. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Now, I think this year especially, it's just, I'm just going to put a hand up and say I got no fucking idea. The other thing I really want to give Denver credit for is the refs, I, I, listen, there, there's bad calls in the NBA. We get it. There's been a lot of checkered past with with referees in, in the playoffs. It was abominable the way that they refereed games three and four. Yeah, I mean, they did everything they could to get the Lakers to win a game. So Den and Denver persevered through all of it, which I found very impressive. Yeah, it felt like they had two opponents out there, um, and, and all the credit goes to them. They've been amazing, um, and it, it's. It's going to be a tough finals to pick still for me just because I, I want Jimmy to win so bad. Let's talk about the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, it looks like Boston did wrap up games. We don't want to talk. Do we have to talk the LeBron retirement bullshit? Because in my opinion, by the way, real to. quick, he's not retiring. I don't want to. No, he's not. I don't want to talk about it. I had no interest in talking about it. This is him putting go. pressure on the Lakers to get Kyrie Irving or do something to incentivize him. He's already um, there. I mean, he sat courtside for two games. Yeah. No, he's he's going. I, I would be shocked at this point if he wasn't there. All right. Let's talk Eastern Conference Finals then. I'm glad we're on the same page with that. Um, I mean, talk about just – a tale of two coaches truly i mean every in-game adjustments post-game pre-game every adjustment that can be made spolster makes them and missoula i it just looks like he looks he just looks like he's just trying to throw shit at the wall and see if it sticks i would maybe feel differently about this if i was a celtics fan but i legitimately feel bad for him in the circumstance he walked into oh i do too i mean the guy he was probably like the fourth or fifth assistant on the team, um, given a team that was on the cusp. And, and then this, they just don't really seem like they play for him. Um, and and we've fully reverted back to your turn, my turn basketball here. Yeah, um, I mean, Jalen Brown, I don't know what he did tonight, but in the first three games was your superstar as a second team all NBA forward to, to show out. And he did not and has not um, Tatum again, just too many times where he's just not doing anything. And I think you look at this team, they lost their identity from last year where Steph broke them. I mean, they, their defense was so yeah. good and their defense has not been anything close to that. I think Marcus smart, you know, he's getting a little long in the tooth. You know, he still does things, but he's not the defender that he was last year when he won defensive player of the year. And uh, they have too many lapses. 
They they really do. You at this point in the year, you need your superstars to play like superstars for all the coaching issues that Missoula has had. You need your superstars to play like superstars, and we've seen Tatum have a couple of those games. Obviously, he's the reason why they're in this series, but we haven't seen it on a consistent basis. No, not at all. And and that was my whole reason for picking the Celtics was I thought after the th- the fourth quarter of game uh, what was it game six, and then the entire game seven he turned a corner and he has been really bad in this series. I mean, tonight he went out and had a double-double with 34 points and 11 rebounds. Jalen Brown had 16 points. Um, I mean, but and then finally Derek White decided to show up tonight as well as Grant Williams. Um, but for me, the Celtics are toast, and it's just because they're not playing team basketball. And, and they just never looked up and were like, hmm, we're a thousand times more talented than, my, than the Miami Heat. And it, we basically just have to stop one guy yeah i mean you're right i I think of all the sliding doors in the nba and and really in sports in general but the nba is an interesting one because things just change so fast in this league and you think to when the big three in miami got together and they got off to that slow start and and they wanted spolstra fired and probably you know 25 of the 30 teams would have would have acquiesced to them and said, we'll, we'll do it. And Riley said, no, he's my guy. And I'm not going to do what I did in 2006, which is fire my head coach and come downstairs and coach these games. You guys are, you're going to have to put this together. He really is the best coach in the NBA right now. I don't think it's particularly close. And I think when it's all said and done, he's going to go down as one of the best head coaches this league has ever seen. Yeah. And you just, Every timeout he takes, every every decision he makes is amazing, and it's just because he's seen it all at this point, and he's so self confident, and he knows, and he has guys. I mean, they're so Patriots esque, right? Of guys that they bring in, and the undrafted free agents. It's like when they show three of the un, three of the five starters are undrafted free agents. Well, it's also because Oladipo and Tyler Hero are hurt, and there's other circumstances that happen, but it's not a mistake. Like there was, it wasn't a mistake that the Patriots kept finding those guys that came in to be, you know, your Julian Edelman's. Like they're, they're really, really good at identifying players that fit what they want to do, and that's what the Heat are to a to a T. Absolutely. So, Miami lost tonight. What do you think for game four or, or excuse me, game five? I think Miami's going to win. Bam only had 10 points, five rebounds, zero assists tonight. I think Spo especially, we just, you know, gushed over him for a while. is going to get him involved early and often, and it's going to be a big Bam game. I think Boston wins game five and Miami comes back and wins game six. Okay. Uh, listen, I might, whoever's listening out there, last year I had the feels. This year I don't have the fucking feels. So go with Sean. I'm fucking lost. <laughs> well, to me, it's just like, is Boston going to lose at home in game five? I mean, uh, I, I hope Jimmy I, rips their fucking heart out. I, I, I would love to see it. Um, I don't know if they, I don't know if they can lose. I mean, how how can this team – I can understand the Lakers folding to Denver because Denver's the better team. But is Miami that much better than Boston where they're going to win four out of five games? I don't know, man. It's just hard to see. But I've been wrong this whole time too. Yeah, and I, listen, Miami's definitely not better than Boston, but Boston is a broken team. Mm-hmm. 
and well, to, inevitably to they're good. I thought was huge because they yeah. let's just call it what it is. They and everybody was right. By the way, I'm tired of hearing. Well, they're professional athletes. They have courage and they they have they have grit and character. No, they fucking folded like cheap lawn chairs in game three. Yeah. No, I thought they were going to come out and lay down like dogs today, and then you know the the off season was going to be off to the races. Just people talking about. Brown has to go and is Tatum the guy and and they fended that off for at least one day but there's no way in hell they win the next three games no no I mean it's never happened it's never happened in the NBA yep and it would really be a damn shame if a Boston team did it again don't 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 do it (laughs) please don't Um, but yeah we'll be back with a finals preview and and we're going to come back later in the week we're going to talk a little baseball and then like I said, I think we're going to do recaps of every finals game just like we try to do for the majors, except this week was a little wonky for us. Speaking of wonky, why don't you tell us? Why don't you give us the deets? <laughs> it was a wa- I mean, it was a pretty wild weekend, man. I mean, whoa. Like I thought it was going to be subdued with the with the rain. No, I mean, I'm going to just let's just be honest, right? Like Connor has some degenerate friends. <laughs> uh, he's got some great friends, but when you put 15 dudes together and a bunch of them are coming in and out of like the, you got like six people arriving Thursday, four people arriving Friday afternoon, seven more people arriving Friday. Like it was just like a constant assembly line. It's like, who the hell, when the hell did they get here? Um, but it was, you know, fr- Thursday night you get, I got into JFK, picked me up. We drove to, the new Paul's area. We got checked into the house around four. Um, two of his friends got there right around the same time as us. They had driven from Boston and one of his friends was just ready to go. Like, okay, the drinking has commenced. He's ripping shots. I'm like, oh boy. Did you guys go um, out on the main strip there in New Paltz, which I have we been? On, we did on Friday night. It's a weird little town, man. It has a lot of character. Very hippie. Yeah, my one of my Very friends hippie. went to uh, college there, so I went out to those two or three bars on the main strip there a couple of times. Was it graduation week for them? It was graduation week. Oh, got a little litty over there. Yeah. So there was a lot going on. Um, The main drag, uh, New Paltz was about 20 minutes from the Airbnb. So we did dinner out and then hit some bars, probably two or three bars that you went to uh, with your friend that time. And we were out for quite a while. Um, and then Connor wanted to go back, so we all, you know, called Ubers and got back. And Friday night was definitely the most degenerate of the nights. I mean, there was, yeah, a lot of chicanery going on. I got to tell you, I did not really do a lot of – I did not get wild even for any of the nights myself. And I think part of it was because I was you're old. And I'm old. Not to say that also, I'm not, but – Well, I mean, when you put me in an environment – like when I was at my friend's wedding in – New Jersey last year, like two of the three nights, I went absolutely nuts. I mean, for my standards, like up till three drinking, doing like, you know, like, but this was not my element because a lot of these dudes I don't know that well. Uh, the other ones I hadn't seen in years. And also, too, is the fucking property is on the rental is under my name. <laughs> so I kind of want to make sure because one of his friends is just the absolute, I mean, oh my God, this kid, man. I mean, he is just. He's absolutely out of control and not in a great way. Like, you know, when some people like your friends are like getting really fucked up, but they're really funny when they're drinking and you're just like, oh, here we go. 
he's part of the joke. Well, he's not part. He's not a part of the joke. He is the joke. Like this dude got like, blacked out at like one p.m. one day because he started ripping shots at nine. No was, fun. Like, Dude, like, and he's destructive, and he's, like, just absolutely Well, I've got a lot of follow-ups. Okay. Well, first of all, are you going to get your deposit, or or are you going to have to pay any more money? That's one. Yes, that was, there was, there was, there were contingencies where if shit was broken or damaged, there was going to be fees. Well, is there going to be? Fortunately, no. Okay, so you got out unscathed there. Other question. Is everyone paid up? Everyone is paid up. Nice. Did you have to do any shakedowns or was it smooth? It was very smooth. Uh, Good to the hear. Last, yeah, the last guy was like, literally, man, I thought I, I I couldn't find your Venmo in the group me. I'm sorry. And I didn't have your number. I said, no problem. The other one was like, I thought I paid you. And oh, yeah, I'm okay. so sorry. Here you go. So I don't really care. I didn't ask. They, they what did they do? They fucking stopped at the sperm bank on the way up? Maybe. Shout out to I the don't Sperm Bank how, pick of the week. I don't care how they did it. All I know is it hit my it hit my account. Wow, there you go. That. Well, uh, those are good. I mean, so the latest night for you, what was it? Oh, that was that was Saturday. Because um, I was up. That was like where I had, we had watched golf all afternoon. Because that afternoon, or early afternoon, we played paintball in the pouring rain. Yeah, how was, wow. Sucking okay. fun. It was fun? fucking awesome dude a really blast. even in the rain adrenaline cool. rush too man i got i got nicked up pretty good i got mm. hit on like one of because you know you're you're doing teams right so there was two teams of seven there's how do you of how do you win like the last person standing depending on the game so there was a couple games there was like one where it's like capture the flag where like there were some games where if you got hit once you were out, other ones you had to retreat back to like the base and then you were able to get back in um but yeah, it was fun. It was an adrenaline rush. I, I got some kids pretty fucking good too. Um, but it was yeah, it was just a really good time. I hadn't played since high school. My brother hadn't played in a long time, and even some people who I don't think were thrilled about going, particularly given the weather, they walked out and they were like, "Oh, that was a blast!" So we played for like three hours, awesome. and it actually was good because it wore us down. So we got back to the house and uh cleaned up and that's the only part played. that sucks is is that you got to wait for a million guys to shower and you're soaking wet and cold yeah that was the bad part but there were there were four showers in the house so i was like thank god we can we can speed this up a little bit and then yeah. made a grocery store run got a bunch of food uh got some pizzas just hung out watched a lot of golf watched the nba playoffs so it was, it was a good time and then sunday we were out of there spent sunday night with my brother and his fiance it was good to see her because next time i see her she'll officially be my sister-in-law so wow congratulations to them yeah so all in all very good time very successful but it was not much of a vacation i was pretty beat yeah man uh, i'm sure you're happy to get back to the uh what do they call it what do they call that the lone star state that's it so I'm glad you had a good time and I'm really glad that nothing got destroyed and everybody paid because that sucks when you got to be the asshole that's trying to hunt people down for money and then they come at you like you're the bad guy and it's like, hey, motherfucker, I'm the one that set this up. Like, just give me my yeah. money. I will say that it was very, my brother was very uh, happy with like just how everything shook out where he. Yeah, that's the, the main thing is did he have fun. Yeah, he had an absolute blast. He was pretty cooked by the end of the weekend, too, because he does not live at that speed anymore. Uh, 
So, you know, he's he's all he's like you, you know, he's quieted down from his crazy years. Yeah, I don't know. Got, I don't know too many people that do anymore that, yeah. um, you know, that's that's quite a run to go on from basically 16 years old to 30. I mean, that's that's a lot. It's a lot. So he was he was happy. And also, too, like he said, he was very validated with the people he chose to be. Uh, his groomsmen out of the whole group. He was like, yeah, because the ones who, the ones who I didn't, you know, some of them, like, they just don't get it. They're, they're just, you know, they're, they're crazy. They're a little selfish. One kid like really wanted to go to a strip club. Connor was not really all about that. And, uh, you know, he was like, yeah, whatever Connor wants to do. But, uh, you know, I think we really should do this. So it's like, well, you're saying that you really, it's like, why don't you go? It's like, honestly, like, I don't know how the strip clubs are in New Paltz. I don't know where there is a strip club. I don't know where there is one, but I was, I was like, listen, Connor's not feeling it. And, uh, if you're going to go against the wills of the bachelor for the weekend, like go for it. But like, you're trying to persuade him and he's just not having it. So, uh, that was kind of just like, dude, you, it was also the same guy who was talking about, like, he lives out in California, and he was talking about how much money he made all weekend, but was, like, was like very, very stingy with making sure he got his Venmos and everything. Or, like, I paid for this, so I'm not paying for that. So like, if I have to hear one more time about how much money you make, yet you're nickel and diamond everybody. Uh, like, there is no worse character trait than that. Like, I don't give a Fuck how much See, money you listen, if it got out of hand, you could have called me and I would have just gone in and chirped that kid down. I would have put him in a fucking verbal coffin. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I was thinking about it. I was pretty close, but I was like, <laughs> listen, it's not about you. Just could have uh, FaceTimed me and I would have been like, what's this guy's deal? Yeah. Well, and like he was the same one that blacked out at one one of the days, too. So it's just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Sounds like an all time asshole. Best. A dude's an absolute asshole and an absolute mess. And also just like belligerent when he was drunk too. Like sounds like a loser. Not funny. Yeah. He he is a loser. He he like I don't care what he does or anything. Like he's he definitely is is a loser. So And he gets no buns. That. Let's just say it on the podcast. He gets no buns. None. No. He's <laughs> I don't, I don't like, I don't like him. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big strip and, club and he, guy. And that's because again, too, it's like, he's the one that talks about all the girls he gets. I'm like, uh, yeah. there's no way that you get any, because no girl would talk to you. And also like, if you're living this kind of life that you're drawing up for us in California, why are you so hell bent on hitting a strip club in New Paltz, dude? Like yep. calm down. Just like Brooksy, man. Don't talk about it. Be about it. That's it. So tell me about Michaela's birthday weekend, man. Did you did you show up? Were you were you the uh, were you the hero of it? How did it all go? Yeah, Friday got back from work. Um, she wanted to go to Brooklyn originally, but I had to take care of the dogs. I got home in the nick of time, and I was like, "Are we doing this Brooklyn thing?" And she wasn't really feeling it, so we went out for pokey. Her favorite. We went to a park, which is like kind of what we do on her birthday, and ate it. Uh, that was nice. Uh, then I went home and took care of uh, Finn and my aunt's dog, Indy. Um, so she was happy. I showered her in presents. Um, definitely took care of her there. And then Saturday, I don't know what the hell her sister and mom took her to I, this, like a rock massage, hot rock massage. I don't know. I could probably use it, though, because my lower back is jacked up right now. But then we went out for some pho, which was really nice. Delicious. Um, and then, yes, yeah, Sunday she went to some jazz bar or something in Brooklyn. Um, I did not. I I played golf in the afternoon, and it was it was a nice weekend. Um, and yeah, I, I I'm 
I'm happy with it. I hope she's happy with it. She said it was a special birthday, so it, it was a great there weekend. There you go. Shitty that's weather, all you need, man. but that's okay. Yeah, I, I, I got to tell you, I, I do not miss those hit or miss weekends in May where you think the weather is going to be great, but then you also get 55 in rain. Yeah, I don't really blame you for missing those, but we're about to turn the calendar over to when the East Coast, when the Northeast really shines, which is the summertime. The summer and fall, you can't beat it. I say it all the time. It really is undefeated. Um and I will soon be in the point of my time where I can't be outside for more than 20 minutes because it's sweltering hot and you feel like you're in an oven. But I no, that's why you work so hard so you can get the condo up here and keep the ha- and keep whatever yeah, you got down there. Yeah, that's it. Right. Yeah, I'll have I'll have the nice countryside place up there, and uh, I'll have the main residence. What'd you think of New Paltz? Had you ever been there before? I had driven through it. Um, I had not spent, I think I might've gone to eat there one. You'll be back up there by the way, because, um, my wedding venue is about 10 minutes from new Paltz. Okay. All right. Then yeah, it was fine. I mean, like I said, it had a lot of character. It's kind of a hippie, hippie area, but I I had no problems with it. I mean, the bars we went to, I thought were, were pretty fun for what they were. And I could see if you went to college there, it being a fun time. Yeah, that's that was a bar where somebody taught me how if the line was too long in the bathroom, how to pee under the bar. Whoa! Yeah, just whip nice. it out and just take a piss right at the bar. Sometimes you just have to. You don't have another option. Yeah, I mean, I didn't do it personally. Um, that place, I last time I was there, I think I did like eight Jaeger bombs, <laughs> and I have not had Jaeger since. Um, but yeah, it's it's a cool little strip. I mean, there's not much there, but there's enough, I guess, to get through. And you know, I don't know. I guess you guys, it wasn't really a golf weekend, so uh, there yeah. is a nice little course up there. Um, but you know, paintball, paintball will do. It was a lot of fun, dude. And my brother really wanted to do it. And I've never done it. I'd like to try. It's a lot of fun, but like I said, you you walk out of there with some with some battle wounds. I mean, I I got hit right on the ear like that fucking hurt like a bitch. Uh, I got hit on the inner thigh, really close to the nether region, which would have literally been like, I I, I don't <laughs> know what catastrophic. Uh, catastrophic to say the least. I, I might not. I would definitely not be recording this pod right now. <laughs> I don't know how people do because I was thinking about it too. I'm like, you got the helmet right? And are you and, bruised and up? Oh, I'm pretty bruised up, man. Yeah. Does, so did did it open any, like, were there any open cuts or just bruises? Nah, it's just bruises. Yeah, just Still. bruises. I was, uh, I was running through one spot, and uh, I thought I had had, like, my area kind of sealed. So I was running through, and somebody on the other team had infiltrated our base. <laughs> And I turn around and I'm getting pelted. I think I got hit six or seven times from point blank range. And I was like, literally, dude, I'm out. I'm out. What the fuck? Oh, God. Was it yeah. was it the the asshole guy from California? No, 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 no. It was not. I hope he got lit up. He was so up. fucked up. He didn't, know where he, was. he didn't know where he was. Like I said, he was blacked out. So, like, he was playing paintball, like, blackout drunk. <laughs> That doesn't sound fun. I mean, it probably hurts a little people, bit. He had, he had people on his own team taking shots at him. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I would do if I was yeah. in that situation with mm-hmm. him. 
But I mean, it definitely hurts a little more, especially because it was what, like you said, it was like 52 degrees and rainy. So that, that shot's going to sting a little bit more in that kind of weather too. We were all getting like up off the couch that night or like moving around. You just heard people like, Oh fuck. Wow. God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Hey, I'm glad it was a good weekend. I'm sure you're happy to be back though. It's a reality. I'm very happy to be back, but most importantly, Connor, I know sometimes you listen to our pod, so if you're still listening, hey, I'm happy for you, buddy. This was for you. Hey, good job, man. Anything else? No, man. I got to just reacclimate to life until I'm back up there four weeks from now for the wedding. So. Yeah, well, that'll be a little more subdued, I'm sure. It's going to be a lot more subdued, yeah. Are you a – you've got to be like – for that kind of a speech, that you've got to be like a pre-written guy, right? I will do notes. I don't do the full because I like to lend a little bit of room for spontaneity. But there can't uh, just be – It's that's not a wing it kind of speech. No, I have an outline ready. I, I pretty much have the whole speech done. I just need to kind of put it together without sounding wordy or rambling. But it'll be done. Okay. I just finished up uh, getting most of my groomsmen's gifts together to ask them to be my groomsmen. I mean – I don't know. I like my cousin was saying like, oh, my aunt who's like basically my mom who lives next door to me was like, he was like, oh, well, my mom's really surprised that you basically just told us to be your groomsmen and you didn't ask. It's like, get the fuck out of here. You guys people are my are best really, men. People are really touchy about that. I, I don't know. Like, I remember I was a groomsman in my friend's wedding last year in D.C. and uh, people were like pissed at him for not formally asking because when they were like how do you know you're a groomsman i was like he just was like hey you're gonna be a groomsman right and i was like sure like i assumed i would be so i didn't really think about it like wait he didn't ask you he didn't do it i'm like i i'm a dude i don't give a shit about that exactly that's the thing tell me where i need to be and when and then i'm good i leave the emotion check the emotions at the exactly it's like geez i'm not asking (laughs) you to go steady like yeah. for fuck's sake, we're we're like you're one of my like these people are gonna be some of my best friends. Like of course they're gonna be my best man, and you're gonna be at the bachelor party, and you're gonna be at the wedding. Yeah, that's the plan anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm definitely gonna be at the wedding. The best, I, I gotta tell you, man, I want to be at the bachelor party, and I gotta see how my whole PTO allocation because the last two years, every vac- I have not taken a vacation of any sort outside of going to weddings so like last year when i came up to connecticut that was a vacation technically but it was really to like see people i hadn't seen in a few years it was i have not like been like oh i want to go out to Cal- i want to go out to colorado i'm gonna check that out like i haven't done a vacation i'm not like, listen i'm not the type of guy to be bitter about that kind of shit you know that if you can make it you can make it i will be pissed if you miss the wedding i will not um, miss the wedding and you know that damn well the invites the podcasts leading up to and post your wedding are going to be legendary. <laughs> um, listen, the invites will be extended um, and, and they're there for the taking for you. That's it. I appreciate it. I would love to make both. Uh, you know, I feel bad. Like, you know, Frenchie's one of my best friends and I'm missing his bachelor party this summer because I'm like, I, I can't do it. I have, what's his bachelor party, like draft trivia or something. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody's going to sit in a corner and remember their top draft picks from their teams from uh, (laughs) the last 10 years. Um, no, I don't, I, I, I don't a hundred percent know what it is because I haven't, I know I can't go, 
Um, but I feel bad about it, but it's like, let's see, within a month I'm doing, I had just had my brothers and then I have his wedding and then I have Frenchie's wedding in October up there. So I'm like, I can't swing it, man. Just, but you feel bad. You, you want to accommodate everybody. And yeah, but you know what? Can't do it. Adults get it. Frenchie's an adult. So that's true. Yes, he is. In many uh, ways, he's an adult. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 100%. But no, man, it was good. I'm happy to be back. And uh, I'm glad Michaela's birthday weekend went great. I'm sure you shined as you always step up to the occasion. This weekend was all about the big dogs getting back on track. And I had no doubt you were going to follow suit. Absolutely. Shout out to Brooksy. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. I got the big dub this weekend. Two points on you. It's going to be tough to come back from that. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Um, so we'll be back later this week to recap. Let's see if the Celtics live to a game six or if we yeah. officially do the finals preview. And, you know, we got a little baseball to talk about, too. Yanks got another win today. And yep. them and the Mets have quietly been putting together a nice run. They have. Um, we'll talk about Let's that. Let's say that. it now real fast. Goodbye, Aaron Hicks. Yeah, you know what? I, 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 didn't, I wanted to leave you alone um, just because I knew you were busy, but I had to send you that text. I knew you'd be happy. It was great news. Yeah, glorious news, some would say. So, yeah, see you later, Aaron Hicks. Um, maybe maybe he can get a job with us, secretary. Hey, he's quite the golfer. Well, maybe he's going to make his run over there. <laughs> well, I'm sure Live Golf would take him. He, he can't be secretary. <laughs> we already have a great secretary. But, I mean, I maybe maybe like a bitch. Like not even an intern, just bitch. Well, I think, you know, if he di- if he displays any of the character traits that he did over the last year, I think he would be perfect for that title. Yeah. Well, he's made enough money to never have to work again, so good for him. And his grandkids and his grandkids' kids. Exactly. Off of off of our fucking dime. That's it. All right, everybody. Well, we'll be back later in the week. Enjoy. Take care.